A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive in June. Olive in June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. From the center of the galaxy, this is the Force Center Podcast feed, and I'm Gat Napsuck for another edition of the Superstar Destroyer of our fleet, Force Center, and we are back. The crew is back. We took an unexpected hiatus, but sometimes that's where life takes you. I, uh, life is what happens when you're busy making other plans, as I believe Obi-Wan Kenobi once said. From a certain point of view. <laughs> it's all true. All of it. With me, as always, is Joseph Scrimshaw and Hello. Jennifer Lenda. Hello, Joseph. Hello, Jennifer. 
Hello, Ken. <laughs> it's a round robin of pleasantries here. Uh, guys, we've had some adventures in our own galaxy here yeah. that have kept mm-hmm. us apart. We tried to do some recordings. You could make a documentary on the failed Four Center episode that never <laughs> happened via Skype. Yes. Um, we tried a couple times. and I, I don't understand technology, Jennifer. Uh, I think I have it worked out. But. I think you do. I don't know what happened. They made it more complicated in trying to simplify it. Yes. You tried to Skype together and Skype said no, right? <laughs> Yes. Well, the Skype was working good. It was when I pressed the record button on the program that I had that okay. suddenly we sounded like we were, uh, at least on my end, like we were in uh, in triplicate. I like to imagine <laughs> that that is AI taking over and saying, you don't really want to record a Skype call, do you? <laughs> no. We, this, this is just for whispering strange things over the internet. <laughs> this isn't for sharing. <laughs> Not for breaking down Star Wars news. <laughs> so to our Force Center fans, we apologize for the unexpected hiatus. I'm sure it will happen from time to time, as I said on Spotlight Star. Star Wars, um, life gets busy, and unfortunately, uh, we are not always uh, available Monday through Friday business hours to record Star Wars shows, though I'm sure we'd love to. Um, so bear with us, and I'm glad you all have. But we are back, and we're here to discuss some Star Wars news that maybe we haven't had a chance to discuss, and also things that are happening in the world of Star Wars that are still to come. Star Wars Celebrations uh, Europe, uh, a.k.a. Celebrations London, is uh, coming up uh, later uh this uh, month. What's the dates on that? Do we know, guys? It's around the corner, right? The 15th? 15th through the 17th. Wow. Yes. We're not there. And I'm so upset. Yeah. That's disappointing. (laughs) Yeah, I need to set better life goals. Well... Yeah, what what happens when you are filled with sadness in the Force? (laughs) When you're filled with happiness... Or concern or wisdom, you are a Jedi. When you're filled with anger and darkness, you fall into the dark side. But when you're just real, real sad, what Uh, kind of Jedi is that? Sad Jedi. (laughs) Sad Jedi. Yeah, sad Jedi. Quite a gray Jedi. Yeah, you're the blue Jedi. (laughs) You're blue Jedi. I love you're, it. Uh, you're, I, ha- I have to imagine that uh, Kiati Mundi was blue at times. He yeah, always seemed to have sure. a heavy heart. Yeah, he's got mm. that big head. Yeah. made him sensitive. His, a lot of feelings up in that head. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's what we're going to do on this show here. Take some of your questions and play some finish uh, the fan fiction, right? Yeah, Joseph's that's right. back, and we have to reward some people for the yeah, answers. Yeah, it's been weeks, but they answered well, and they will be rewarded. That's excellent. And, of course, Joseph, you were in uh, back in your home state there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You got to go to Convergence yeah. uh, and do a little databank brawl live. Yeah, it was really, really fun. Because uh, we had done the databank brawl live in Las Vegas uh, yeah. and did it at Convergence, where they're very, very excited for those kinds of, most of the panels at Convergence, oh, many good. of them are fun performancey things. So it was fun to do databank brawl for a packed audience. And my two pals from mm-hmm. Fantasy Flight Games were very, very invested. It's great. And uh, if you haven't listened to it, we recorded that. Joseph recorded that live, and uh, we uh, put it up on the Four Center podcast feed as a uh, edition of databank brawl. Enjoy that. Uh, I did myself. Got to listen to it. So, uh, guys, I think without further ado, we should dive into some news. Jennifer, you always lead us down the hallway. There, yes, because there has been so much that has happened in the time that we have been gone. So let's recap. Uh, Entertainment Weekly, a couple weeks ago, gave us an exclusive look at the character descriptions from Rogue One, interviews with Kathleen Kennedy and director Gareth Edwards, and they revealed the history of Forrest Whitaker's character as well. So the thing I want to talk about that I mm-hmm. found to be most interesting was actually how they presented the tone of the film and addressed the whole reshoots mm-hmm. drama. Mm-hmm. Kathleen 
Kennedy said that it's, quote, the movie they intended to make. And she also said that with the standalone Star Wars films, they are embracing the uniqueness of the different genres so that these movies will, quote, intentionally have a different tone and style from the saga films. It's a big, mm. I, I feel mm. like it, it made me feel good about the direction of Rogue One. Yeah. Are the, how far are they going to push the Rogue One tone? Is it going to be really gritty? Is it going to be a war film? Or See, I think this is the perfect political statement that's speaking to the Uber fans and also just casual people who happen to be reading, <clears throat> excuse me, Entertainment Weekly while they're waiting to get their haircut or whatever. <laughs> right. Because I think Uber fans like us want something new and different. I still think that they went too far in the darkness and the horror and the depression. And I think some of the reshoots were to put a little bit of character Mm. fun and Mm. levity in it. So I feel like she's kind of saying like, don't worry, whatever we do with the reshoots, there's still going to be war and it's still going to be different. Right. Um, But I also just think, I remember prequel conversations. I think Mm. that you and I had a long time ago, Ken Mm -hmm. talking about if George Lucas had got out in front of it and said, this isn't going to be the Star Wars you expect. This is going to be about political intrigue. This is going to be about beginnings. Mm-hmm. And I love, I love any time that uh, there's just clarity where right, people right. tell you what you need to hear in order to enjoy the thing. So I love that she's getting out in front of the public perception and saying, this isn't the same as the movie you saw last December. It's mm-hmm. meant to be different. It's a war movie to explore other genres. Check it out. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm uh, very happy what I'm hearing here. And I, I was uh, definitely, I want to say worried. I never uh, overreacted to the reshoot story. I don't think any of us did. If anyone in the know or anyone who's had any exposure to the industry, this is this is not new. Um, but that doesn't mean things can't be bad and that things, uh, some of the stuff that you hear, some of the, the, the movie news gossip does turn out to be true. So I was a little worried, but uh, I, uh, more than anything, I wanted the tone. I wanted the tone to be different, and I'm encouraged that the tone is going to stay where we kind of want it as fans, yeah. as you say, Uber fans. But you're right. Um, the casual fan, and believe it or not, people, there are casual Star Wars <laughs> fans in existence. They're going to want to see some lightsabers. They're going to want to see some woohoos and maybe even a wizard or two. Um, <laughs> and I, I, the Dr. Seuss Star Wars mashup you just invented. Woohoo and wizards. Woohoo and wizards. Yeah. So it's good stuff. And, and Kathleen Kennedy is very smart. And uh, uh, they've, uh, they've done a pretty good job of addressing things, even when they've made mistakes early on, maybe in Star Wars casting up for Episode 7 stuff. Seems like she is no problem getting out in front and yeah. saying, hey, yeah. here's what we're doing. Right. And another interesting thing was that Gareth Edwards, he's taking more of a handheld camera approach. And one of the photos that they had in this Entertainment Weekly thing was a helicopter. And at -hmm. the end was a camera mounted it filming the scene of the rebels on the beach. So they're really taking this notion of a war film very seriously. It's not going to have the same kind of composed sweeping shots that we're used to in Star Wars. I think we're going to see a lot Mm -hmm. more close ups, shakiness, which will be difficult for me because I get motion sickness sometimes. (laughs) But I think it's going to really lend itself to that grittier war tone that we're hoping for. Cool. I'm looking forward to that because I've talked about it before, but in in Attack of the Clones, probably my least favorite of the prequel films, believe it or not. Um, There's a lot of missed opportunities in that movie, I thought, but uh, I enjoy uh, when the clones come up and and there's those Lucas zooming in fast and kind of getting Mm -hmm. you lost in the battle. So I think it has a place in Star Wars. It's going to be different, though, to see it in in this way, and I'm excited. Me too. I can't wait. Um, So... 
let's talk a little bit about Saw Guerrera because he ended up being the biggest headline sure. from that entertainment. Yeah. Release. What, right. color, what color are his eyes? Green. Okay. Well, <laughs> in the Clone Wars, Saw Guerrera, he appears on season five of the Clone Wars and yeah. his eyes are green. Yeah. Uh, however, Forrest Whitaker's eyes are brown and they are remaining brown. <laughs> oh, so that has been confirmed that they're not going to go CGI his eyes. They could, but that would be a lot of work. Wouldn't yeah. they just put contacts? Or Forrest, well, yeah. Forrest Whitaker probably went, you get those things away from me. <laughs> but if they shot the whole thing and then they heard all these podcasts of just <laughs> anger. Green of eyes. Canon is green eyes. Yeah. You said you wouldn't disrupt your canon. It would be amazing <laughs> if they was like, oh, all right, well, we can do it. I mean, we have the power. <laughs> we have the power. People are really upset. We can build it. I mean, it's like... <laughs> Guys. I think we should start a segment of the podcast called just called Paul, Poor Pablo, uh, who <laughs> continues to get battered on Twitter by this stuff. Oh, uh, this yeah. poor man. Uh, yeah, the eyes. Uh, I didn't even think about it. You right? know, again, yeah. I, I barely remembered the character of Saw myself, and I love the Clone Wars cartoon and right. love season five. And I was like, what? Oh wait, yeah. That, oh, that was a cool story. Mm-hmm. It's a cool story, but he is a smaller character, right? I haven't had he a chance is. to rewatch. Yeah, he is. I'm, he actually yeah. is. Uh, yeah, you got your wrap up there. Well, he's part of the rebel group on the planet mm-hmm. Onderon that was trying to overthrow the Separatist back king, uh, mm-hmm. him and his sister Stila. And he's actually known as an extremist in the Rebel yeah. Alliance. And he's kind of, the character is very hot-headed, okay. uh, almost a little bit impulsive. And I don't want to say arrogant, but he's kind of arrogant. Sure. So it's going to be interesting to see how that character interacts with the Rogue One rebels. Right. How does he fit in? Yeah. You know, he's clearly more of a war-battered veteran when we see him in Rogue, Ren- Rogue One. So mm-hmm. that's also going to be interesting to explore as well. It's it's fascinating to me that they're they're pulling this character and they they've been very clear to say that Lucas had had something to do with this character's creation right. that he felt it was important. Uh, I said on Spotlight Star Wars, I do believe that if you go back to the uh, ultimate uh, uh, the Star Wars Ultimate Edition Visual Encyclopedia Dictionary mm-hmm. that came out during celebrations last year in Anaheim, uh, if you go to it, the characters listed there and the last sentence is. Later went on to be a key figure in the early formation of the Rebel Alliance. Like it's a, it's a oh, sentence. Wow. Yeah. So you look even then they're like they had plans for this character and the fact that they're like hey hey you, you prequel haters you, <laughs> King George created this guy because King George had a belief in this man being key to the Star Wars story. I'm excited and it opens up so many possibilities that we could go back to Clone Wars or 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 um, novels and comics and find a character that's a little nugget there that is it is factors later on into something that's exciting as a Star Wars yeah. nor- dork. I was thrilled by this and I was not expecting it because it answered the question that we've been asking a lot of are they going to be separated from the TV shows, right. uh, the way Marvel has kind of unfortunately had a schism. And uh, this answers yeah. that question, of course, and like you're just saying, opens up all these doors, but also the total prequel embrace. Mm-hmm. And especially what you're describing of his character, it sounds a little bit like what they were doing with Cam Sandula when he mm-hmm. appeared on Rebels of having these characters who've already been through this once, like mm-hmm. 20 years ago, and have that extra weight of just like, well, this is life. Every 20 years, there's some horrible force you have to push back. Yeah. And I, if they're going to do, if that's going to be his perspective, then that perspective is all based on Clone Wars, all based on prequels. And that's just to me like a huge embrace of prequels compared to the, eh, just forget about them. 
Right. Yeah. And I love how now when you watch that teaser trailer and you listen to what he is telling. Uh, I was just going to say that. Jen Urso, yeah. it has so much more weight. Yes. And I love that we can dive in deeper. You know, if yeah. you don't know it, it's okay. You don't need to know his backstory. To, but... Yeah, I was just going to say, it, it's when he's sitting there telling her, what will you become? <gasps> it's because he knows what he became. Exactly. Yeah, because he just became a, just a broken down, yeah. angry warrior man. Yeah. Exactly. Who apparently got hit in the head once really hard, and it changed the color of his eyes. <laughs> of his eyes. It can happen, man. Maybe you got a little force lightning in there sometimes. <laughs> right, so I think right. it's a great addition. Love that Forrest Whitaker is in Star Wars. Uh, he was Probably, I actually think the favorite, uh, my favorite part of that teaser trailer was him, uh, along with the opening song. I loved the <gasps> little play of yeah. uh, the Star Wars theme. So, and and, and uh, uh, Felicity Jones herself is, is I'm so excited for this. Yeah. Uh, so excited for Rogue One, guys. I know. Let me ask you a quick question about Saad Guerrero because I was I was pretty distracted from the internet when this broke. This was around the same time that the confirmation of Vader. Appeared, right? Yes. It was like the same time, right? Mm -hmm. And Saw Gerrera, a small character from the Clone Wars, kind of made a bigger splash than Darth Vader. I, to the inner core fans, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Because we all felt like, yeah, we knew Vader was going to be there. And this was just a confirmation instead of mind-blowing new news. Right. Yeah, I take it. I think you're right. I think from a a certain point of view, I said it, (laughs) I started to say it unironically. You're actually right. Uh, um, To the public, and again, that's the balance of what they're doing with this movie. Mm -hmm. We know people are going to want, it makes sense to have Darth Vader in the story, so you're going to get that. But... To us, the longtime fans, the ones who are, are not shutting up about Star Wars ever, 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 <laughs> um, it, it, it satisfies something bigger and deeper. Yeah. yeah. And that's mm. even how they framed it. They were like, before they announced who he was, they said, Star Wars completus will know and be happy when wow. they discover who he is. Right, so right. So that was a nice little nod. Yeah. And there were other people actually that were like, wait, who? Who is this guy? But I think that even those people were still really excited yeah. to learn that yeah. they are connecting all the pieces here. Yeah, and I like to imagine them going to incredibly normal people and saying, big news, Darth Vader's going to be in the movie. And normal people would be like, well, yeah, right? He's a Star Wars <laughs> thing and he's a Star Wars guy, so yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> right. <laughs> What's a Star War without the Vader? <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Well, we are all so excited about Rogue One, and we will be getting a trailer on ABC uh, thanks to some detective work by MakingStarWars.net. They discovered that there is a TV listing saying that the Rogue One trailer will be airing on Friday, July 15th at around 8.58 p.m. Uh, The trailer will air right after the special Secrets of the Force Awakens, a cinematic journey, and will be three minutes of awesomeness. Wow. So this is definitely a, a brand new trailer because the original teaser was, I believe, like one minute and 57 seconds or yeah. something like that. So yeah. what do we think they're going to show us? Well, too much. That was my thing. Three okay. minutes is a long wow. time. Yeah, I know. I was going to not do this. And then and then, the, <laughs> right. and then I decided... The ghosts of Chewbacca, Mom, here, Joseph. Yeah, a Jedi, oh, no. a Jedi oh, should no. be true. Jedi should be true to himself. A Jedi should All right. be true. Um, okay. I just have pure, unadulterated uh, Padawan excitement, but okay. I'm, I'm open to hearing what you got. Well, it, yeah, I shouldn't compare myself to a Jedi because I'm just being grumpy. No, I just, I, I it's this is the second round of the spoiler wars, and uh, and, and I thought that I would mm. be better about it, and I just don't need. I'm so excited, I don't need to see anymore, uh, right? Because I kind of just don't want to know anymore. I'm hooked, mm-hmm. but 
I am excited for the people who are excited, and yeah. I'm excited to watch it, and I will learn more, and I will parse it, and I'll be happy to do that. Yeah. But yeah, it's just, for me, it's too bad that that's, that's what we have to do to sell movies to everybody. So I, I guess I'm looking forward to it uh, from a super analytical perspective to see how are they communicating to the normals. I agree from the sense of, uh, I'm definitely of the mindset that there's the trailers are, are too much these days, and it's part of this bigger promotional machine that we've seen with some of the bigger superhero pictures. That I think it's more about business and tie-ins and and all that kind of stuff. I wish they'd pull back. Um, uh, I was I was upset towards the end of the the Force Awakens uh, promotional run where the TV spots started yes. showing up and yeah. too much was given away. So I, I you know I'm on your side on that one there too. Uh, I I'm just I feel I, we knew something was gonna come. But I wonder what they're showing. If I wonder if we'll ever know if it was affected by I don't want to say bad press, but the reshoots and everything. They definitely felt it. I they right. definitely so. felt because Kathleen Kennedy's not saying it, and then the Entertainment Weekly spread I feel was put out to somehow address that stuff and make you feel no, 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 it's still Star Wars. Don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. So I wonder if we're gonna like I don't want a Vader shot. Yeah, mm. I think here, here's my prediction. Ooh, as okay. I'm sitting here now, getting more yeah. excited uh, about <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe getting to be right about predictions. Uh, what a jerk I am! <laughs> I think that we're going to see lots of war, lots mm-hmm. of battles, lots of big explosions to sell the war. Yeah. I think we're going to see at least one laugh line. I don't yeah. think it has to be big, goofy, but real human fun line to right. prove that's there. And I think it's going to end with Vader. Yep, totally agree. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Totally agree. I think you're right. I don't have to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> now, why don't you want Vader a Vader shot? <laughs> um, because it's obviously no surprise. I never felt it was going to not have some reference to Vader or Tarkin or the Emperor. Obviously, it's the time period for it. I just, um, now that we're confirmed and I know it's there, I want that first moment to be in the theater. That's what I was yeah. thinking. Now, I, look, I could choose to not watch this trailer, but then we, uh, our, yeah. our reaction breakdown uh, analyst, uh, mm-hmm. version, analysis version of Force Center, uh, which we are going to do, Absolutely. Um, would, would be not as good. <laughs> Joseph, I got really excited just... about the idea of not watching it and then putting out an analysis anyway. <laughs> oh, I love it. We just put an analysis based on everyone else's analysis. Yeah, based on the, the memes. <laughs> we didn't see it, but here's what they think. We saw the memes on Twitter. Yeah. You Jennifer, reaction. Are you excited here? Nervous? You know, I was thinking it felt like it's really early to be releasing a three-minute trailer. I mean, it's. I think we're what? Like five months away? Months. I don't think it is technically, but for me, it felt like it's a little early. And I think that they're doing this for mm. what you said, to address and put to rest those reshoot rumors. They're going to give us the tone. They're going to show us, like you said, Joseph, they're going to have mm. some moments of levity, one moment. Right. And I didn't need to see Vader. I would prefer to get that moment in the theater, but they have to have him for the you know non-Star Wars fans. Mm-hmm. Because I've been talking with people, and they're like, oh, yeah, the new Star Wars movie. They're talking about Episode Eight. Yeah. They're not talking about Rogue One. And I'm like, oh, no, there, there's one. This one this year is actually about the Death Star, and their eyes start to glaze over. <laughs> <laughs> but if you sell them with Vader, even if it's just one yeah. shot. And I was thinking, well, what kind of shot would that yes. be? Here's the thing. In the teaser trailer, we got his breathing already. In sure. the last you, moment, yeah, there, right? Yeah. It wasn't real faint. It was like, very enough faint. for us to debate. Enough for us to debate. Yeah. So I'm like, they could just have that at the very end, just his breathing. Yeah, yeah. You know, or we might see him just standing there with a lightsaber. I don't know. Yeah, my big guess is it's either going to be this very solemn, here's he's incredibly important, like a very dramatic shot of mm-hmm. like, you know, a cape figure that turns and it's like, oh my God, it's Vader. Or which I think they should do, terrifying, violent Vader. Oh, I, would I love think it that. should be the, a slash of a lightsaber. Something goes flying at the camera that he's throwing with force, and mm-hmm. I think that is what ex- would excite people. Of like, yeah, it's it's Vader, but it's fierce, violent Vader. Mm-hmm. Right mm-hmm. for Christmas, <laughs> for yeah, Christmas, yeah. this Christmas, gather your family for the most evil man in the galaxy. <laughs> well, he's yeah. half machine, more than man, twisted and evil. <laughs> he's going to ruin your Christmas. Awakens, though, right, with Kylo Ren. I mean, we saw him as this kind of mm-hmm. menacing, yeah. scary character. Yeah, which I also think hurt Ren to, to the audience. Oh, yeah, you're right. Uh, but Vader, you're not going to have that. No. You know right. Vader's the big baddie. I think we all were like, ooh, look at her. He's got a weird lightsaber. His name's Kylo Ren. He's the ba- Oh, he's he's got some emotional problems. Um, mm-hmm. Now, I, and along with many, including this room, 
grew to love Kylo Ren yeah. because yeah. of what the difference he brought to the role of villain. But yeah, I think that hurt him a little bit because mm. they definitely framed it as that. Right. Um, but right. this one, you don't have to worry about that. Vader yeah. is bad. Yeah, and we, he's not going to have any moments of redemption in yeah. his film, I don't think. This is I don't not think should. old man Vader mm-hmm. contemplating his past and his future <laughs> and what he should do with his son and his boss. Sorry, I got I got lost there for a moment. I was just imagining. I am really excited. I I know I said I didn't want to see him, but I kind of want to see him. Yeah. Well, we're gonna we're gonna do a breakdown here. We we at Force Center are gonna be watching it, um, and we'll get together and do a breakdown for you guys. Yes. Well, we actually might be able to watch it sooner than we think because the Star Wars show announced that they will be live streaming from Star Wars Celebration Europe. Friday, July 15th through Sunday, July 17th. They will also be live streaming the Rogue One, a Star Wars story panel on Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Oh, man, I have to set my alarm. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, I man. wake up early because it's going gonna, it's gonna to drop. They're going to show us the trailer then. Yeah. Simultaneously, we're going to freak out. It's going to be awesome. Right. Yeah. 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 So the whole internet will explode. It'll be... Waking right. up to that. Do yeah. you think, what else do you think they're going to reveal at the panel? I think, I, yeah, go ahead. Cast, I, I don't think, I mean, I don't know. The reveal might just be the trailer and then talking about how great it is to make it and how great Gareth is. And I think, right. I, don't, I don't ever really expect too much from panels. Uh-huh. Um, you know, there's, there's uh, unless there's one final big reveal, you know, Ian McDiarmid's the emperor, oh, you know, no. which we know is not the case. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I think it'll just be trailer and then there's a lot of cheering and then uh, people saying how fun it was to work on Rogue One. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not expecting much more from the panel, yeah. but I will be watching. They've been using the panels to assuage fears. So the only yeah. other thing that I would expect on the panel is any fear that needs to be assuaged. Like yeah. so much of Force Awakens was, look at all this practical stuff we made. Look and at like, Baba right. Joe. Look at Baba Joe. Look at BB-8. Mm-hmm. And like BB-8, as we learned after the fact, wasn't practical in most of the film. <laughs> right. But the panel was there to show us, don't worry. Don't so worry. I don't know, maybe maybe trying to sell that. It's a, it's a war. It's really different, but it's still Star Wars. So mm-hmm. however they can do that in a fun panel way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, adding to the, uh, what was it, FOMO, should I say? Mm -hmm. There will be a future filmmaker discussion on Sunday, July 17th, that StarWars.com is saying is a must-see event. Oh, Oh, the reason why, get Mm -hmm. ready, is because Lucasfilm Story Group's Pablo Hidalgo will host a discussion with Kathleen Kennedy, VP of Development for Lucasfilm, Carrie Hart, director of Episode 8, Ryan Johnson, and the directors of the upcoming Han Solo film, mm. Phil Lord and Chris Miller. Yeah. Okay, okay so they're going to announce Alden Ehrenreich, right? I mean, we all know that he is Han Solo, right? Yeah. Right, and Lucasfilm still hasn't confirmed it. No. And, and it's very funny how different news outlets are like fast and loose with that. Right, they're right. just like right. basically assuming it's confirmed. I'm like, nobody has confirmed it yet. Yeah. So the question is, is that how, you know, they're going to bring him out? Is Harrison Ford going to be there? Is mm. Chewie going to be there? Is mm. it just going to be Alden? Are we going to get to know him? He's right. got to sell us, yeah. right? Because he doesn't really look which like Harrison Which is key, Ford. yeah, which is key. So... Yeah, I mm. think trotting Alden out there in costume, Ooh. I think, would be amazing. With the blaster? Yeah, with the blaster and go a long way to sell him quickly. I think that's a good idea. Um, I'm, I'm, 
I don't want to say not sold on this movie. That's incorrect because I like Lord Miller a lot. And and uh, there was that story that came out, a little blurb, of someone working on it so, read the script and said, oh, it's the best Star Wars script I've ever read or something like really? that. Yeah, I, I would look that up. I thought that was interesting. No, but, I, you know, I can believe that when I see it type thing. But uh, I think they do need to to sell everybody. They do. Yeah. Uh, to be blunt, because uh, it's, it's, it's Han Solo, man. Yeah. And Pablo's good at it, it's great that Pablo Hidalgo is hosting it mm-hmm. because he is good at selling the spirit of yes. Star Wars, right? Uh, yes. In getting past any of the sort of noise of uh, "Do you like this? Do you like this?" bit canon. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I mean, if the back half of the panel is him selling us on Han Solo, right? Yeah, I work. mean, are they going to show yeah. maybe some concept art? How much are they going to give us? Mm. Well, I think there's enough. We we've seen. Didn't the Lord or, Lord or Miller or both of them, they, they Instagrammed out a picture of the, of the blaster. Oh, yeah, of the blaster, So there's, right. there might be enough. Maybe? Yeah. Okay, all right. I just, I don't know. I think that there's a lot of people. I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic, mm-hmm. but I think getting to know him is going to be crucial. Yeah. You know, because I want to see that he has that charm, which supposedly everyone says he does. Sure. That kind of, like, uh, roguishness. Yeah. Um, so if they let him talk... That'll be as opposed to just hello, goodbye, <laughs> wave, yeah, exactly. blaster, yeah. do, do the Han pose. Uh, I also would like to get—I don't think it'll come out of this panel, but I'd like to get to the time frame of the movie mm, where it takes right. place confirmed or answered. That—that's kind of big for me too because um, the talk, the rumors that um, uh, part of the reshoots for Rogue One had to do with a cameo or something, and some people were saying, "Oh, it's Han Solo." Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense to me because. Um, well, it makes sense that the character would be around because it's ten minutes before a new hope starts or whatever. But I, I, I still, I'd like there be some time and distance between whatever this young, quote unquote, young Han Solo adventure is and, and New Hope and Rogue One. I, I would have trouble swallowing it if it was like two months before New Hope. I just, yes. I wouldn't. But Alden's older. He's, he's he not. Older. He's not a teen. He's not. It's not the young, wacky adventures of Han Solo. Right. What if he has a whole adventure? In between the cantina and going to Docking Bay 94. <laughs> the whole movie is just on screwing around on Tatooine. Oh my gosh. Uh, uh, last night on Tatooine. Last night on Tatooine, yeah. Just sticking that meet, in there. Get to meet Sena. Yeah. Sena Solo. Well, yeah, you know, if it's Ryan Johnson and then Lord and Miller together, and those right. are the main creative forces, maybe it really is. I feel like they still want the agenda of they want to sell us on. Uh, the young Han Solo, and they want to make sure that the Star Wars stories work. Mm-hmm. So maybe it really is Ryan Johnson talking about, we're going forward in episode eight. We're doing things that have never happened in Star Wars. It's crazy. It's it's not going to be the Star Wars that you know. It's bold new adventures. Mm. But don't worry. We got the old familiar right here, too, with Han Solo. Maybe mm. that's the kind of balancing act that they're going to try to play. Right. With us testy fans. Yeah. Well. Like, you're going to get both. I have an anonymous source. Oh, well, oh. It's, it's actually technically secondhand information. A friend of a friend. That's more than most blogs get. Yeah. <laughs> Who is in the biz. <laughs> and he has, was it that he's read the script or he has actually seen some of the footage? And he said, it is amazing. It is wow. so much better than The Force Awakens. And so much so that people this they, people were you know working on episode eight before episode seven of came yeah. out and yeah. people were like uh, forget the force awakens episode eight is where it's at wow. this is what we're excited for yeah have you guys heard that i haven't heard much and i have shut my ears down but this is exciting exciting Just stuff it, yeah it makes sense to me i still am a huge fan of the force awakens but i do think it was mm-hmm. safe 
And yes. I think that was the correct choice. Outside of some of like the the uh, casting of of new faces of having mm-hmm. a woman and a black person as you know not all white men as the main characters, I think that was not safe. But I think in terms of following the beats of A New Hope and just sure. making sure that everybody was back on board of this is Star Wars, mm-hmm. it was safe. And I think Ryan Johnson's going to go nuts. Yeah. I can't wait. My, uh, yeah, I can't. I think I've, I've said it before. My source, my my source is saying that Ryan Johnson himself told her that I can't believe I handed in the draft and I can't believe they said make it. I'm like, come on. Yeah. That come I'm, on. I said on Spotlight Star Wars this week, I'm, I'm already counting down to eight. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. And that's what's interesting is that they've got to get everyone excited about Rogue One. So I feel like they can't mm-hmm. show too much of episode eight because, yeah. you know, people are going to be like, oh. Wait, I yeah, want to see that. You're right. I'm not expecting a lot to come no, out of right? about eight in, yeah. in celebrations or Comic Con at all. Not at all. Nope. Last question about that. Do you think that they're going to announce another standalone film? Oh, I think they should. I think yeah. it's time. Yeah. 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 I think they should because I, like, I keep harping on it. I feel like the whole agenda of this one is nobody needs to be sold on eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They need right. to sell us on a Star Wars story because if, if a Rogue right. One is soft, the the whole franchise is a little rocky, mm-hmm. which is a ridiculous thing to say, but sure. at the mm-hmm. same time. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So if they've got this Rogue One, we're exploring a whole new genre. Han Solo, we're going back in the archives. What's the third thing that really shows the full variety of what a Star Wars story can be? Yeah, absolutely. That'd be good to finally get something confirmed. Maybe the continuing dazzling adventures of uh, Wicked the Ewok. Um, <laughs> maybe that could be it. All right, Jennifer? Yeah. I'm ready. I am Good for ready. that? Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, it was, it, let's check Ewan McGregor's travel schedule for this oh, next week. Oh, yeah, we can figure it out. Let someone check that there. I just read a headline. I didn't even get a chance to click on it, but he was like, he feels embarrassed mm-hmm. that people keep talking about this Obi-Wan film. He's like, I'm not, I don't care if they make it or not. Like, <laughs> But we care, Ewan <laughs> <laughs> we can't with we all care of our a lot. Like, yeah, man, I would lose my mind if they you announced would that. Lose it. Yeah, oh I would just have to have to sit quietly so I didn't hurt myself <laughs> <laughs> with excitement. Yeah, it's going to be an exciting week coming up. Uh, but we can also look forward to the fall because that is when we're going to be getting a lot of new Star Wars toys. Uh, at San mm-hmm. Diego Comic Con this year, Hasbro will give us a look at their newest Star Wars products, like 12 inch versions of Kanan Jarrus and Darth Vader with electronic touches, uh, 3.75 inch. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Electronic touches. I don't. That's all it <laughs> all <right>. says. <laughs> I know. Uh, a 3.75 inch figure of Hera Syndulla from Star Wars Rebels. I hope I pronounced that right. Mm-hmm. You did. Um, and packaged with an A-Wing and also a 12 inch weird. biker scout with his speeder bike. Yes. And a new 3.75 inch Ray figure. Um, mm-hmm. So we're, I'm thinking that all these toys are going to be released for Force Friday. Hmm. Are you going to buy anything? Oh, yes. Yeah? Looking at them. Yeah? What do you think? I'm looking at them. Um, The (laughs) 12-inch figures... Well, actually, the (laughs) 12-inch figures are just too big for me to collect. Yeah. I'm already out of space. Um, The Ray figure... What's the new Ray? It looks exactly like the... Oh, she's got the goggles. She's got the goggles. But I have the three and a half, uh, three and a three quarters Black Series Ray and Jakku. It looks the same. Right. You're giving me her speeder with a fake explosion. Is this Black Series, though? Uh, no. no, or is it? No, it's, no, not. it's different. No. Um, look, I love biker scouts. Everyone knows that. The speeder bike, but it's uh, I can't do the twelve inches. Oh, uh, I'm don't take that, that quote out of context. <laughs> um, <laughs> same with Kanan Jarrus and uh, the the 
Hair with an A-wing, I don't understand at all. You can't take a 12-inch Canon Harris <laughs> with an electronic touch? <laughs> Come on, man. Hashtag maybe? <laughs> um, oh, my goodness. I, I got to be honest. None of these toys are lighting me on fire here. Yeah. So yeah. the 12-inch Hera comes with an A-wing? Yeah. That accommodates a 12-inch No, no, I'm sorry. She, she's normal. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, she's normal size. Quarter. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's kind of cool. But it I says like Harrison Dula's A-Wing, so I don't recall in Rebels her getting one yet, so I guess maybe uh, yeah. she gets one. She, yeah. she flew one in a couple, okay. at least one episode. I stand corrected on yeah. my Rebels vehicles. Um, <laughs> I, yeah. Again, I, I love more Star Wars toys, but there's nothing in here. I was surprised by that, too. Yeah. I, d- I thought that we were going to be getting a little, maybe something Rogue One related, or I don't know. I, yeah. I just was, yeah. But I do like the Biker Scout. I'm going to build a diorama around him. Okay. With, with my Ewoks. Okay, this I can accept. <laughs> Torturing him. Oh, God, I can't wait. I'm already imagining it. <laughs> yeah, I want the Ray, because I've got the other Rays at this point. Yeah. I finally got uh, Ray with the lightsaber, which I was thrilled about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, the normal line, three three quarters inch. Yeah, I need to get the regular Black Series. I'm going to have to dig it up and order it probably at a higher price. But it's there's a space on my wall waiting for it. Wait for it. I <laughs> didn't pick it up when I had the chance. So mad. I had it in my hands at one point. Oh, no. Uh, early on in the when, in the release. and went, ah, I got to go get some soup. <laughs> I got to get some, uh, uh, you know. Bathroom clean, supplies, and soup. I'll come back for the toy later. Oh, no. Fool. Those well. black, black inch, uh, six inch black, ex, black series figures, man. Yeah. Well. Love them. Which leads us to our next story. Exactly. That I'm excited for. Yes, because I know we're not too impressed with those offerings, but we can now vote for the next six inch Star Wars Black Series figure. Hasbro has launched the Star Wars fan figure vote where we get to decide. Which character will join the Black Series line? So it can be any character in the galaxy except Mm. characters from Rogue One. Which was interesting to me. Right? means they've got certainly plans. Yeah. They're like, hey, don't worry. We've got those. Right. So by the time that you guys out there hear this, the voting Mm. will have ended for the first round. But you'll be able to vote on the top picks from July 18th through the 22nd on StarWars.com. And then the winner will be announced at Hadsbro's Star Wars product panel at San Diego Comic-Con on July 23rd. Mm. Mm-hmm. Who are you guys voting for? Well, I don't collect these, uh, mm-hmm. so Ken is far more passionate mm-hmm. than mm-hmm. than myself. Uh, this is a bit of a snarky answer. <laughs> Apparently, I'm snarky today. I would like a good Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. That ah. Emperor Palpatine, I find that the, that series is such a weird mix of when they choose to use cloth and when they choose not to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for the Emperor, it the, the cloth robe is a great idea, but it doesn't work it doesn't fall over his head right so it looks like more like you caught Palpatine in the bath than that he has <laughs> right, you know his right. evil robes right. uh, along those lines if they're going to continue to experiment with mix, mixing plastic with fabric uh, I would love Kylo Ren without his helmet and his beautiful flowing locks could be like <laughs> combable combable oh combable Ren hair you could try to tame his evil locks uh, it's kind of like when they released the uh, Padme Amidala like dress set yeah, you know, and you could like it was like Barbies basically. Yeah, I didn't buy it um, yet. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I'm looking at some of the choices they're suggesting. Uh, suggesting here, Shara Bay is from the Shattered Empire comics, cool. aka Poe's mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, General Leia from Force Awakens, or Kitster. They're putting they they mentioned that on the Star Wars show on the YouTube channel. Oh really? Uh, oh, Kitster. Yeah. You know, these are just suggestions. Yeah. Uh, if if there's a Kitster figure, I might not be collecting Black Series figures anymore. Um, <laughs> Wizard. Um, but I don't know. 
know. The general Leia is intriguing to I me. Like I like that. Too. I like that. I'm on board with that. Um, I'm trying to think what we need. We've got we've got enough Luke's and Hans and Chewies and droids. We got all that stuff. So I wouldn't mind a a, a smaller character, but but not just a. I don't. I actually don't collect just the stormtrooper ones or the right. generic clone trooper ones. I don't. I I don't like that. I like having a specific character to grab onto. So I don't know. There's a fun, like the Rancor Keeper would be funny, but I, do I really want yeah, that, right. or is it going to be on the shelf next to Constable Zuvio? Right. Um, what about Baba Joe? Since we just spent some time Baba talking Joe's about him. not a bad idea. He would look really cool, and they have all the detail of all of his little creatures yeah. that we learned about oh, in his cages. Yeah. That's right. Jennifer doesn't want it. She's going to turn it away. Um, maybe a two-pack. Can you make a six-inch low-gray? Yeah. <laughs> maybe Join me on the snark side. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> why don't you? Why don't, no, I mean, Maybe I'll a companion write, pack. I don't know. Wicket and low-gray. I do like the idea of his creatures being a part of it. That would be exciting. I'm mm. voting for Maz Kanata. Oh, mm. nice. Of course. Uh, or, you know what's funny is I went on one of the sides, and there was seriously, everyone was saying, Jaina Solo. Oh, cool. Which I thought was really interesting. Mm. They're, uh, yeah, the mm. people are really trying to. They can't let that go. No, they can't. They want the legends to continue. Yeah. Or whatever, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Size noodles? If we get a snack. I would be down for that. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Eventually, I think all of them are going to come out there. But uh, I don't know. You know, fine. give me a Moff Chair Gerard. I finally need that. Yeah. Death Star Administrator. <laughs> you know who who doesn't want? want that? I want, uh, what is it? Mother, Mother Ta- was it Talzin? Mother Talzin. Mother Talzin. Yeah. That's a great pick. Wouldn't that I would be cool? love that. Yeah, because she just looks really, really cool. And be yeah. cool if they, she had little fans installed in her back. So the parts of her cloak that float oh upward gosh. could like billow. Oh, little tiny fans. Yeah, little tiny Amazing. fans in the back. So, yeah, because she looks like she's like advertising a car wash with those <laughs> things waving yeah. around. And she's a really cool, a cool character. Yeah. Uh, a more obscure character as Star Wars goes. Sure. And uh, super, super cool looking. She's yeah. a great choice. I think, I'm, yeah, she's my vote. Did the Sabine figure, what won last time? Was it Sabine that <gasps> I think won? Sabine was the runner oh, up. Oh, Darth no. Revan actually yeah, Darth won it all. Won. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sabine got her Black Series character as well. Have I not? seen those out for purchase yet? That's what I was wondering. I'm like, I don't know. Because I'll, I'll take both Sabine and Revan. I like those a lot. Maybe I'm a, I'm a bad collector. I need my black <laughs> Well, that is going to do it for the news. A lot of news and a awesome. lot more to come. Rogue yeah. One, uh, I think we're going to have weeks and weeks of news. It is the, the Rogue One, the season of Rogue One, and a lot to come. Jennifer, thanks for uh, gathering the news. And uh, like I said, we here in Force Center, uh, sometimes it's not breaking news for us, but we like to still discuss it and give our point of view, and we appreciate you uh, listening to the point of view. But, Joseph, we got some uh, more things to move on to here right now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. we got some audience questions. Uh, we're going to go to... Uh, a good fan who often gives us good questions, Jake Silva the Fourth at the Silva Flash on Twitter. Are the Sith gone in the new trilogy? Is Snoke a Sith Lord? Now I'm fascinated by this question because mm-hmm. I think it is floating around in between being firmly answered mm-hmm. by the Pablo Hidalgos of the world and not. Mm-hmm. Like as it stands, the Sith are gone. That's what we're being told. Right. We're right. being told that. Snoke doesn't say in any way that he is a Sith. He doesn't acknowledge the Sith. Mm-hmm. But I think firmly saying no, which I think might have happened, shuts down the Plagueis rumor right. entirely. Oh, yeah. But it could be saying no in order to preserve the mystery of Izzy Plagueis. Sure. Um, I, I don't know. Jennifer, do you have any insight on that? I, I, no. I seem, tend to believe no. but you? Yeah, I believe, I believe no. I, 
I tried to really find some confirmation on his mm. backstory, and there is not right. a lot. Mm-hmm. And I, I think you're right. I think part of that is to preserve maybe the mystery of yeah. what they're going to reveal. Um, but yeah, I don't know. He's not a Sith from what I understand. Do we want or need Sith in, in the new story? No, I love the idea that the Sith are in organization. Like yeah. a dark Jedi, a, Je- a dark Force user, a Force user who uses mm-hmm. uh, the dark side of the Force right. is one thing. And then the Sith was like an organization. Yeah. With uh-huh. like bylaws and stuff. Yeah, and at one point in a, uh, their own army, if you believe things that aren't canon anymore. Yeah. yeah. I, I personally would like it to be at some point. I don't, uh, Knights of Ren I take as a separate group or mm-hmm. uh, an right. extremist group or whatever you want to say. The stuff about Snoke, um, had we discussed yet, was it your, Jennifer, did you bring it to my attention, this theory about Snoke actually being Luke's other personality? Oh, oh is it you? No, oh, but I okay. wish I had come up with that. I, no, the, someone is uh, talking to me about this. Like, oh my gosh, if you're listening and it was you and it was a friend of mine, I'm sorry we're not friends anymore. Um, yeah, that there's this theory going around that Snoke is actually Luke. And that at some point, the Force ripped into two and created a new character. Oh, Created wow. a new person. And that the dark and light found inside of Luke and the balance of the Force and all that kind of stuff, yeah. that that's why he, um, one of the only things we've gotten of Snoke is that he was there seeing it all and that maybe that's because he was Luke watching it all. Um, I, uh, and I've been spinning my head around that for a little bit. Yeah, You know, that's interesting that that was something that I had read was that the reason why Snoke likes Kylo Ren so much, why he believes in him is because of that balance of the light and right, the right. dark within him. That's why he, mm. he believes in him and has decided to make him his apprentice or whatever. Mm. Um, but I like that theory. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't. It's out there. But. Yeah, it's out there, but I do like it. I feel like it kind of works mm. and it tracks and if it's told well in the moment. But I, I hope that the Sith are dead because I want a new, exciting perspective and agenda from Snoke and the Knights of Ren. Gotcha. Obviously, they want to rule the galaxy, but it'd be really cool if they had a specific agenda or perspective mm-hmm. of why passion and anger are better. And it was like more articulated, well articulated than the Sith. Yeah, and even the First Order kind of has the same, we shall rule. Like, okay, cool. Yep, That's Cobra great. Commander, good. Um, yeah, I like that. Then what? Yeah, <laughs> then what? Uh, okay, next question is from uh, our old pal Joey Beans at JoeyBeans81, who uh, asks, hey, just wondering, if your house is on fire, <laughs> what piece of Star Wars memorabilia are you willing to save? Uh, That's a brutal question, but yeah. a good one. Because I can't go back in time and save what I don't have anymore, huh? Well, your house is on fire already, so maybe you can <laughs> travel in time somehow. I would say I have a lot of uh, old books, like children's books. Oh. So mm. I have, I think, like Han Solo's Rescue or uh, mm-hmm. what else? I have like a little Ewok book. And one of them I actually used for our guest book at our wedding. Mm. So I would definitely want to save Oh, those. yeah. And just the way that the stories are told. And they're, they're actually pop-up books, oh, wow. which is really sweet. And for my daughter, I would save those for sure. Oh, that's really sweet. Uh, I would be horribly torn, uh, but I think I would uh, save my Yoda from the original Empire Strikes Back, which I have with me here in Los mm-hmm. Angeles. It's mm-hmm. only of my original figures that I have with me here in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. I feel very guilty that I would leave Obi-Wan behind sure. all of my oh, new rays. Yeah. You were, you were the chosen one, Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> now you're leaving me. But I couldn't. I couldn't. As a youth, I promised that yeah. figure I would protect it forever. <laughs> <laughs> and I have for decades. Um, 
you know, for for me, I I I can I know that I could replace all the toys, and I don't have any other than my broken down Y wing. Don't have any of my originals. <laughs> um, so I would have to go with a little sentimentality, and I would grab my original Star Wars novels, the oh, Star Wars nice. Empire and Jedi. Because they're the same ones I owned, and you have my name written in them, Kenny Napsock, in bad Aww, like elementary school writing. Like these belong to Kenny. Um, <laughs> I would take those because it's the only thing you know. I can't trump Jennifer in a wedding. Yeah, um, but I could. I, I would have that. <laughs> would want to have that because it reminds me of how it where it all began. Oh yeah. my gosh, you guys, that's are pretty so awesome. Uh, and finally, we have from Michael Kerwin at Michael Kerwin Seven. I've asked this before uh, to Ken, but I want to know how many Ewoks Joseph and Jennifer can name. Now, Jennifer, I'm more than happy to just cede this to you as our resident Ewok expert. No, the sad thing is I don't feel like I know. I don't know all of them. Because there's you only really a few. Them all, yeah. There's only a few, but still, I feel like I've already let myself down. So, oh, let's see. Um, so, obviously, we have Wicket. Right. Logre. Right. Uh, Chief Chirpa. Okay, now here's where it gets a little tricky. Uh, uh Pa- Paplu. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, wait, wait. Tebow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, now I'm going to throw this in. These are a couple random ones. Uh, so there's the little baby Ewok. Is a walkling. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is a walkling. <laughs> it's yeah. a walkling. Um, and then I'm going not, I don't even know if they're really canon. Probably not from the Ewok adventures. So there was uh, Latara, La I think her name was. She had oh, like wow. a little feather, I wow. think, in her, in her fur. And then there was also Princess, Princess Nisa. Princess Nisa. You're, you're winning me. Yeah. Um, I don't, I think in the cartoon they also had, well, the, I think they had Tebow in that too. That's all I can remember. You should have Tebow in everything. <laughs> Tebow should be in Rogue One. So that's all I got. That's all I got. Ken, how many did you get? Uh, I think I just got the same. Really? I mean, yeah. other than, other than where you went off the reservation with these, uh, you know, whew, the, the Ewok adventure characters that non-canon. I, I can't remember. Canon yeah. or, or otherwise, I can't remember. The only other one is uh, the sad Ewok, Nanta, right? That, Nanta is that, is that canon? Is it's Nanta not canon? canon though? Okay, I don't believe. I think it's legends. Yeah, Nanta is the one uh, felled by the ATSD's blaster. Okay, um, but I don't believe that name's canon. We okay. will accept it. We'll accept it. We'll accept it. Yeah. Nanta. So between all of us, we can do about eight or nine. Yeah. Yeah. I li- yeah. I'll accept it. I'll accept. I'm working on learning the Yub Nub song and the right. Ewokies. Feel it's my duty. <laughs> it should be. It should be. I think what this all points to, though, is that we need more Ewoks to come. That, uh, <gasps> That's right. Maybe episode eight. You know what? And I appreciate all of you guys out there that have been sharing your Ewok photos with me and collections. <laughs> I love it. I can't shout out to whoever sent us that photo of that Ewok. The Sith Ewok. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that was so cool. That's yeah, really, really cool. I want to see his story. Yeah. He's Snoke. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 9, Rise is. of the Ewoks. There Snoke's a good Ewok name. I'm going I'm to write the fan Snoke, fiction. Snoke. Yeah. His yeah. name was originally Snoko, and then he just Snoko. dropped the O. Dropped the O. Snoko. Oh, gosh. Thanks for the you questions out there, guys. We Great love it. Great questions. And as long as we're into fan fiction anyway with whole Snoko, uh, we're going to go into our Finish the Fan Fiction segment. Uh, we did this one several episodes ago, several weeks ago, but the last prompt we had went a little something like this. 
General Hux and Kylo Ren stared at one another in stony silence. From underneath his ominous mask, Ren's voice finally rumbled, Tell me again how Starkiller Base is different than the Death Star. Why are you so sure it can't be blown up? Hux sneered at the Dark Force user's insipid question. It's simple. Here's why Starkiller Base is better than the Death Star. You see? And then we got an answer from Jasper Elways, who said, Oh, never mind. Kiss me, you fool. It's a very romantic gesture. (laughs) There is great power in Kylo's locks. I also like that uh, Hux is so convinced of his own power that he's just like, I'm going to kiss you through the mask. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that Hux. Oh, Oh, that Hux. Uh, So thank you very much for everybody who answered that. Uh, All great answers. Are you guys ready for this week's prompt? Yes. No. Oh, why, Ken? No, I'm ready. Who would like to go first? Jennifer. Ken? You know, okay. Ken always goes first. <laughs> Jennifer, I'm going to request that you go first. Oh, rumpf. All right. Oh, rumpf. <laughs> rumpf. Filthy, filthy swear words from Jennifer Landa. A rumpf. Here Chuta. we go. Chuta. <laughs> How rude. Here's this show's prompt. In the days after the Battle of Geonosis, as war began to rage across the galaxy, Anakin Skywalker found himself consumed with questions. He looked to his master, Obi-Wan Kenobi, petulantly... And unable to contain himself, Anakin blurted out, Master, I must know the truth. Why do you cut your hair like that? Does a mullet give one more power? Obi-Wan smiled. The answer is obvious when you are at peace, my Padawan. The truth is... When you are a Jedi, you must always have business at the front and party in the back. (laughs) It is. There is always balance. (laughs) In everything, balance. Are you ready, Ken? Yes, give me the last sentence again or so. Obi-Wan smiled. The answer is obvious. When you're at peace, my Padawan, the truth is... That you will find that what people think about your hair has no bearing on what the Force thinks of you, my young Padawan. So when I'm at a bar drinking or enjoying shutting down the sale of death sticks, it does not bother me what the whispers are behind my hair. (laughs) Nor should it be with you. Oh, oh that wow. Is good. Yeah, that is definitely Obi Wan's hit song, The Whispers <laughs> Behind My Hair. That's an 80s kind of yeah. Yeah. style. That's Soft Jizz Whaley yeah. song. Whispers Behind Her Hair. Oh, that's a great answer. Both you guys managed to capture the spirit of the force. And address mullets at the same time. Oh, at the same time. Oh, so now gosh. it is your chance out there in the Star Wars Force Center listening audience. Uh, we'll put this up on our Facebook page. Have you liked it already? Maybe you should. Slide on over, and then you have a chance to answer that question on our Facebook page and win the wonderful prize of getting your name read into a microphone, most likely by Joseph Scrimshaw. <laughs> so uh, we'll put that up this week. As we round uh, the corner in the bend here on another edition of uh, Force Center, the main show, the Superstar Destroyer of our fleet, we have to name that Star Destroyer. Mm, yeah. It do. can't just be Force Center. The show is Force Center, but the yeah. Superstar Destroyer has to be something. Maybe yeah. a poll. Yeah. That's oh, not, I mean, we should do a poll. That shouldn't be the oh, name. Yeah, I'm like, wait, a what? Poll? A poll. <laughs> a dangerous poll. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, do that out there. Hashtag, hashtag Force Center. What should we name our superstar destroyer that we sit upon each time we record <laughs> Force Center, on which we stand? Sorry, I, I drip, when every time you men, mention Hux, I just go into that speech, and I, I so don't like that speech that I'm starting to love it. Yeah. It's like 
my feelings towards the Spice Girls in the 90s. I hated them so much until I loved them. And now you love them. Uh, I've owned uh, a lot of Spice Girls stuff at home. Um, (laughs) Long story. Another show. Another podcast. Wow. But Hux, um, I'm starting to read Life Dead. Yeah. The Black Series oh, Spice Girls right. are great. The Black Series Spice Girls, we need them now. Um, them. Starting to read Life Dead. How is it? Hux is in it. Oh, Excellent. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. It's good stuff. That's all I'll say. Good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like it better than so far and then Aftermath. Mm. Aftermath Life Dead. Check it out, folks. Awesome. So that is it for Force Center for this week. As always, you can follow us on Twitter at Force Center Pod. Like I said, like that Facebook page. iTunes, do us a favor of rating and reviewing, subscribing. If you haven't already, we're also available on Podomatic and Stitcher. So uh, that is where we are. You can follow me at Ken Namsock and Joseph Scrimshaw. You've had a lot of adventures lately. Yeah. Uh, thanks again, uh, publicly thanks, for uh, letting me come on your show, Headcanon. Absolutely. Last you were week. great. It was a lot of fun. Um, but where else uh, are you going to be at and where can they find you? So if you're in Los Angeles, I'm doing this monthly show at Nerd Melt that Ken was on the other night. Uh, it is called Head Cannon. It is a comedy game show about pop culture that is every month. Uh, so if you want to find out about that and all of the other things that I'm doing, you can follow me on the social media at Joseph Scrimshaw. And you can check out my website, josephscrimshaw.com. In particular, there's a page called josephscrimshaw.com slash live dash shows with all my info. I'll be at a bunch of other conventions this summer, including Dragon Con. So come find me and say hello. Mm. Outstanding, Jennifer, as always. You are a key part of this crew here, and we like to follow your adventures. Love that you're putting more stuff out on YouTube yeah. uh, weekly about Star Wars. If you guys aren't uh, already listening, you should be. But where else can they find you in you your adventures? You can find me on Twitter at Jennifer Landa, JennyLanda.com, YouTube.com slash Jennifer Landa, where I do do a weekly Star Wars news show, which I'm now calling The Rebel Scoop. Um, nice. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. And this week I Great. actually shared my personal Star Wars story a little mm. bit uh, went deep for that one mm-hmm. and I'm working on some new Jedi beats awesome really excited so Good. those will be coming out soon I'm looking forward to that guys if you haven't listened to Jedi beat already on this very network please do us a favor and go back and and also check databank brawl the live one in convergence 2016 was a great fun show the audience was uh, uh, downright spectacular and I can't <laughs> wait to uh, do this again in front of live audiences Joseph yeah. as we try to take that show uh, elsewhere too as well more for us coming here on Force Center. So until next time, uh, go out and vote for Kitster or don't. Maybe don't. See you next time. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
it. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.